Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Welcome back to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. I'm really excited to share with you our special guest today, Miss Michelle Avil. I just, I literally Alba. asked how to pronounce it before. Okay. Alba. And I know it's Alba, but I have my, my eyes closed and I'm like, a little. <laughs> Michelle Alva, she's a sex, love, and intimacy coach, and we were brought together not too long ago, and we were just riffing and really meshed well, and we decided to make this happen for you because she is such a wealth of information, and currently where I'm at in my journey, I recently read the book Pussy, as most, most of you know, and Michelle came into my awareness and I was just like, this, let's fucking do this because this is such an awesome topic of conversation, especially now with like feminine rising. So we are so excited for you to share all that you do. If you could give us a little bit of a backstory of like, how did you get here? What circumstances or personal um, things have happened in your life to bring you to the point to where you are and a little bit about how you coach and how you work with your clients. Well, thank you so much, Shelly, for having me first and foremost. I'm really grateful to be here. And thank you to everybody. I'm just letting you all know, look out, it's going to be a juicy podcast. And so juicy. My name is Michelle Alva, and I have a YouTube channel, Michelle Alva TV, just to let everybody know. Uh, I have a background. Well, I was raised from a Peruvian family, Catholic, and we never talked about sex. So it's really ironic how my life has unfolded and honestly I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a great relationship with my soul with God creator source universe whatever you want to call it your intuition um I had a very shut down sexual life um when I was 14 years old I experienced my first sexual experience which is very not consensual but I didn't say anything I just froze and my father left when I was 14 around that time. And I just felt really sad because my parent, my dad didn't keep in touch with us. He didn't help my mom pay. You know, she had three kids and working three jobs. And I just felt like I was, I was a loser, you know, nobody loved me. And I, I felt abandoned by my father and my mom worked three jobs. So I didn't really have anybody at home. I was very lonely. And so this teenager was paying attention to me. And I was such a different girl back then and didn't own my boundaries, my body, um, respect myself. And it led me to develop a lot of sadness, a lot of shame, a lot of tension down there in my private parts. And also it led me to be very dissociated. And I just felt like I was walking around with a gray cloud over my body most of my life. I wound up going to university, graduating high school. I was like an overachiever and became a physical therapist. I went to Florida International University and I got my degree in physical therapy. I wanted to help people to learn how to walk and rehab. And I've always been a person that wants to give. I'm a cancer, you know, very nurturing. And I went into pediatrics and I loved working with children. But then I, I realized how we're working on these little bodies, but the parents are not emotionally there. So I became an infant massage instructor. Then I became a yoga teacher and I started working with pregnant women, new moms who, you know, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, all these things happen to women. And sometimes I feel there's like a missing gap of where's the emotional healing for the parents. And so I started seeing these discrepancies on the care that we're giving people in physical therapy. And when I became an energy healer and a yoga teacher, I was like, where is energy in the equation of physical therapy? Hmm. And over time, uh, I became a pelvic floor physical therapist, pre and postnatal, women's health PT. I did all these specializations. And I started thinking, 
orgasm is very healing, how come we're not teaching our clients how to orgasm in pelvic floor physical therapy? That would really help their vaginas, their chronic pain in their back. Um, and then eventually I, I discovered Tantra, which I'm really excited to bring this science, uh, spirituality, this, this mixture. Uh, I became also a hypnotist and a mindset coach and a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and a psych K facilitator. I'm big time Bruce Lipton fan and Dr. You know, done a lot of these trainings and I wanted to learn how can we heal in ways that are easy and effective and based on science. Uh, so mindset, mindset is everything. First, we start with mindset. And honestly, everything I've ever learned was for me because I used to have painful sex and I thought that was normal. And it was, it was normal for a lot of my life. So only in the last, I would say, eight years that I'm really whole body orgasmic, you know, female ejaculation is no problem over here. And just, I'm really connected to my heart. And I say, you know, let's get our heart on before we get our heart on. And yep. I've discovered this relationship with myself. I mean, I didn't touch myself sexually to masturbate, pleasure myself till I was 37 years old. I, wow. I thought it was in for me to touch myself. So even when I was touching myself after my divorce, um, I thought God was watching in the corner over there. And <laughs> oh my God, what if my mom sees me? You know, it, I just looking back on it, I'm, 40, I'm 49 today. But when I was 37, 38, I was such a different person. And I thought that I even thought it might be a sin, but I wasn't sure. And so it was kind of a happy, guilty thing. But eventually when I started to orgasm for the first time with myself, I started crying and I was like, how could this be bad? And then it made me realize in two seconds, how much judgment, how much we poo poo our sexuality, but why, how could God think that this is bad? I'm not doing anything wrong. And, and mind you, this is, I'm talking about heart connected, breathing up your body, being one with yourself, right? feeling the sacredness of yourself. It is not tuning out the present moment. If anyone watching porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't feel good. You know, I've seen, I had someone that I was with intimately and he, he actually flipped open his laptop and it was on and it makes my body cringe. It doesn't make me feel love exactly. and expansion, which is what Tantra teaches us. And so many of us tune out to cope with the childhood traumas we've had. So today I have so much compassion for anybody that's hooked into porn. You know, it's the best they know. But let me tell you, when you practice Tantra with me and you learn how to connect to your heart and you learn how to enjoy being open to receiving your own divine and sacred energy, porn just doesn't, it's, you're not attracted anymore. You, you're changed forever. And so instead of saying, you know, I have to get rid of my porn addiction, why don't we get our heart on? Why don't we teach people how to amplify their love hormone? And so these are the things that I do today. I've taken a very scientifically based approach to teaching people how to amplify their oxytocin, their love hormone. And that is also the healing hormone. And it's the hormone when we orgasm. So in my mind, I'm like, I want to open up a hospital where there's orgasm as medicine. And, you know, if you have heart, high blood pressure, let Michelle teach you how to whole body orgasm. If you have low back pain or if you have jaw tension, orgasm will take care of that too. Or if you want to look 20 years younger, if you want to get a better night's sleep, you know, if you want to get rid of those little pains, orgasm. <laughs> All about the O. Oh my gosh, as you were speaking, I can totally relate because, you know, growing up in a very Christian regimented household, it was always like, you always, sex is for marriage. We don't masturbate. We don't do all these things. And I vividly remember, I think I was maybe like in fifth grade and I'm pretty sure most women probably have the, like this same around same time, right? It's like, you feel something down there and you're like, whoa, like, what is that? And it calls you, you know? And it's like, well, what do I do with this? I, I'm, my parents didn't teach me how to like work with this. Imagine if mothers like held the hand of their daughters and shown, showed them like 
these practices that you, you know, teach now, maybe not that young, but essentially the ability to be open enough to share. And I remember like humping the corner of my fucking dresser, you know, cause it's like, this feels really good. Like, I don't know what it is, but it feels good. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. But there's a call there, I think between like, I would say like fifth grade and middle school. And you like most girls don't know what to do with it. And it is such a powerful instrument and a powerful tool for self-embodiment, right? Self-acceptance and also tapping into who you are because when you're avoiding what your body is calling you to do or you're told that it's wrong, you do feel like you're sinning. You do feel like you're a bad person. And then that kind of carries over into adulthood. And then think about like the, the, little tiny seeds of poison that it puts into partnerships and relationships and like sexuality as you get older. And, you know, your journey is really fascinating to me because I think so many people in the healing arts have these layers because each little layer prepares you for the next step, for the next step, for the next step until you hit that, like, aha, this is like what I meant to do, you know? So it's so powerful that your, your wealth of knowledge is so intricately woven and stacked. And the way in which you're, you're using this isn't just like, yeah, like I know sex and like, let's just like, you have like this, yeah. to like, bring forth true healing, like mind, body, spirit. Yeah. We we know a tenth of our power and I'm so creative. I am limitless with my creativity and I love myself. You know, I, it's okay if you guys don't like me. I'm at a place where I have this relationship with my sacred body. I'm no longer an object for someone. I have no longer this desire to get other people to like me. Mm-hmm. I, I am my own source of love. I am love. And I have so much compassion also for everyone that I never had before. I was so hard on myself. I was so disconnected. And I'm grateful for my journey because I helped so many people to come back to connection, to self-love, self-acceptance, authenticity. And to me, sexuality is so sacred, but I didn't treat it like that most of my life. So I've been there, I've been there in the trenches and I know what it's like to be in the different area a different place. But I also accept I had to be in that other place because I didn't know any better. And then who's teaching us this? How do you teach this? You have to embody it. So I've taken a lot of my life to really embody love. And I'm, I'm single right now. And it's, it's funny because I would attract unavailable men wrong religion, wrong state that they live in. Uh, He has a girlfriend, he's getting over someone, he's having a divorce. You know, there was someone, there was an excuse for everything. And it's so funny because I almost want to make a book called the uh, uh, like unavailable men, the medicine, like the, the, the healing medicine of the unavailable man, because I got to see how unavailable I was to myself. And I was looking for love in other people. So I know what it's like to have that vampire neediness, I'm not enoughness, to now where I could just have float at the standard spa in Miami Beach, the sun is hitting my body, and I'm my just favorite place. Myself. You know, I teach there once a month, Tantra and a workshop called Release and Surrender. And I love my life. You know, I get to share at the standard every month. I, I work at this place called Modern Ohm and Tantra Studios in South Florida. I love what I have created. You know, I live right in front of the beach in Key Biscayne and I am tapped into these principles of attracting what is aligned with our true heart's desires. And it's not even about my agenda. I really say, God, creator, show me. Show me the best place for me to live. Show mm-hmm. me the places where I'm meant to share show me. And so it's really about me living surrendered. I mean, of course I do have my wishes, but it's okay if they don't come true because I know that something even more aligned will come. So when they say, oh, I'm sorry, it didn't work out. I say, well, it's working out by not working out. And that's my, that's my motto that everything's working out. Even the things that I think are not working out, creator, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, it's always happening for us to grow and expand. So everything's okay. And I was just at the standard this morning and one of my clients didn't feel well. 
and another client wanted to come later. So I was like, oh my God, I have these three hours. I want to go get a massage at the standard. So I went on their computer, the lab, you know, my laptop, and I booked for 9.30 a.m. I went early and they're like, Michelle, I'm so sorry. We don't, that person's not feeling well. So is it okay if we give you access to the pool uh, and the sauna? And I was like, yeah, I'll just massage myself. Lord knows I know how to do that. And I got to go complimentary, you know, I mean, I had a great time with myself at the jacuzzi and the cold plunge. And I'm, I'm always going to just take the medicine from whatever it is that life brings me. But at the same time, I know that how I feel is how I attract. So I fill myself up with gratitude. I, my best is enough. I am worth it. And I've brainwashed myself, you know, from being a mindset coach, I default to love and compassion acceptance, gratitude. I've programmed myself to be love. And, and the Alva method stands for amplify love, vibrate abundance. So we're never losing anything. We're always being upgraded. We're always going to grow from whatever that is that we think we're, we're lacking. Like when there's a breakup or a divorce or you lost your job. So in my world, you're never losing anything. You're going to have an even more aligned partner, more aligned job. Um, what if we never lose anything? What if it's always even more aligned with whatever is, if you do this practice, you know, connecting to your heart and asking creator, just show me. But at the same time, creator does say, well, what do you want? You know, which city is it? Give me some ideas. Uh, but then we can just let go. And it's like my daughter's 18 now and she's looking at colleges she likes California. I used, I, I was born in Los Angeles and she's like, you know, what if I don't get in or, and I said, Mia, feel what you want to, what would it feel like to have exactly what you wanted, but then surrender that. Mm -hmm. And don't worry, I'll come with you to California, you know? So yeah. we don't have to know exactly what's going to happen, but we can have the feeling of what we would like to create more and then trust in our creator that we're always being taken care of. I mean, miracles happen in my life. I can't even, and, and this is not religious fufushi stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it's just the laws of the universe that I feel we're tapped into here that Absolutely. we manifested each other here. Absolutely. And I can kind of tap into that a little bit more by extending that to when we are tuned in, tapped in and turned on to something greater than our human meat suit thinks like, okay, we want to go here. We want to do this. And like you said, intention is great, but it's the ability to stand in your vibration and stand rooted in that vibration and allow what is intended for you to lead the way. And it might be a happenstance. You might run into somebody and that somebody says, oh, hey, come here, do this. I want you to meet this person just exactly like how we met. It's like I was, you know, you know, reached out to somebody and they're like, contact Michelle. I'm like, oh, OK, like I've, I've taken Michelle's classes at, you know, the yoga expo and everything. I was like, I'd love to tap in and like check check in with her and have a conversation. So it is the ability to have a higher vibration and yes, an intention. But for me, intention isn't necessarily like I want this or I desire this. It's more so a feeling you want to embody. And when you hold on to the feeling that you want to embody the right circumstances beyond your, your thoughts and beyond your imagination will guide you to that higher you know, thought that higher vibration, that next level that you need, that'll guide you to where you ultimately need to be. And I think, you know, sexual energy is something that when you are tapped into as women specifically, you feel so much more alive. You feel so much more confident. You feel so much more um, intimate with yourself that that extends out into the world and you in turn attract those frequencies because you've done the work within yourself to hold on to that vibration that you want essentially to, to carry with you throughout your journey. So, um, and it, it saddens me a little bit that I think that probably 
32, 33, when I was 32, 33, I started, you know, following my cycle and like tuning it into the moon and reflecting and journaling and really tapping into that. And if kids in like their teens started this, and I'm sure that there's a lot more awakening now than probably before, but they were able to harness that at such a young age, the amount of powerful women that are going to be like pumping out in my opinion, is going to be phenomenal. And we can already feel it to an extent, right? Like with all the these, you know, women things happening in Iran and all across the world, like women are standing up for their power. And I have no doubt that it's in correlation with the ability to step into our sexuality from a different space other than like, I'm wearing a low cut top and I'm showing my ass and I'm wearing sexy heels. And I have, you know, done this and that. It's more so like, I am sexy because I, I know who I, I am. I feel sexy. Yeah. yeah. I, I love alive. myself. I'm here. I'm no longer yeah. holding all this shame and tightness and anger in right. my vagina. You know, that's the thing. A lot of us have a lot of shame, a lot of anger, a lot of suppression. It's generational. There's a yep. culture of suppression. So when we do the work that I teach, it's all about liberating yourself. It's about processing your traumas and your body tissues. And I'm really grateful for my diverse background. I know the human body really well, especially the pelvic floor and the heart. And basically, the more you feel, the more you become authentic and you realize how you're numbed out or you're in chronic tension down there. And it teaches us compassion. So a lot of the work that I do is about holding space for women to hold space for their inner child who lost their innocence at six, six years old, five years old. And these women are 50 years old. And some of them decided not to have children because they felt that they weren't worthy. But it was a lot of times because of a trauma that there's this fear of having children from the trauma, traumatization of what happened when they were children. So my goal is to continue on this journey, continue making these YouTube videos, um, continue, you know, I created a program called Awaken Your Feminine Body. And it teaches women how to explore their pelvic floor, how to find their G-spot, how to learn about the three layers of their pelvic floor and how to massage their yoni, what is a yoni and whole body orgasm and releasing the jaw tension and the pelvis, but also learning about the roots. So a lot of us are walking around like a dog with their tail down. And I also work with men, you know, teaching them about their prostate teaching them about whole body orgasm, semen retention. So there's all these topics that I don't think men know that even orgasm is separate from ejaculation, mm -hmm. that they could whole body orgasm without even having an erection. So there's a lot of ignorance as a whole. And so we're not empowered. So after right. my divorce, I made it my mission that I wanted to get my heart on, learn how to love myself, but then also learn about my sexuality because it was so non-existent most of my life. And I know that that's part of the reason why I'm today very vivacious. And I mean, I'm 49. I don't feel, I feel as though I'm still, you know, in my, my late twenties and I don't drink coffee. You know, I, I'm not attracted to alcohol. I don't do drugs. I don't feel that I need to do things to make me feel high. I just am because I love myself and I've processed so much shame and guilt and blame that all that's left is love. I only want to love everything of my past, everything that's happening now in the world. I'm just seeing these patterns of there's an awakening happening. So the more we go inside to the deep inside and clear our own baggage, the more we're going to all be able to create from that place of wholeness. And that's why I created that online program. So people can reach out to me if they want to learn more about the Awaken Your Feminine Body Gram. For men, it's Awaken Your Masculine Body. And so this is, to me, my orgasmic abilities have helped me connect more to my creativity, my healing. I mean, the crying that I've done after orgasm and just being with myself intimately, um, it is medicine. And mm -hmm. that's how I, I really do see sexuality as such a healing medicine. That, that is valuable of the respect and the, and the value that I would love to create a new profession where it's a hypnotic hypnosis mindset coach slash physical therapist slash 
tantra person, you know, that, that encompasses energy healer, sound healer, because we sing, you know, when I'm doing the bodywork sessions, we're actually singing and humming. These, these all help us promote oxytocin, vagus nerve stimulation. And so we're really tapping into physiology of healing, which a lot of people do a lot of things and it doesn't necessarily activate your healing hormone, um, which is your love hormone. And so these classes and workshops are really designed to educate people to embody healing, embody love. And that's what you see here with me is what that feels like. And it's a frequency. And so I'm glad to be here to share that. Very cool. Can you touch base? Because I know that you had mentioned a couple different um, physical expressions or physical maybe pains uncomfortabilities that somebody would possess if there was some sort of a some sort of tension in the pelvic floor or in the root can you elaborate a little bit more and maybe touch on that and maybe yeah. like an example of like a client that you had that maybe had something and like through this work and whatever else yeah I had a woman that for 40 years she had bladder pain um the doctor told her that it was probably because of her uterus. She had a hysterectomy and she still had the pain. And so there was emotional pain, which is something we don't talk about. Anybody that has pain for more than three months, we call it chronic pain in physical therapy world, in medicine. Mm -hmm. So chronic pain that doesn't go away or after three months is emotional pain. It is unprocessed, unresolved traumas from the past, whether it's shame, blame, uh, you know, self-inflicted, self-loathing. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. We, we internalize our pain and trauma isn't just you, you had rape. Trauma is nobody was there for me. I felt so alone when I was a child and that's what happened to me too. And so we internalize the shame. We're ashamed that we're alone, that nobody wants to be with us. And so we manifest chronic tension we're not safe. We don't feel safe. We don't feel supported. So the flight or fight response is constantly on. Like I said, your tail, like a dog, goes down and that's your genitals area. That's the tailbone. So I've worked with that woman specifically. She worked with me over the year and today she's orgasmic, you know, having a great time with her husband. Um, and I think she was around 48 at the time but the doctors couldn't explain, you know, but let's get your uterus taken out because probably that's the problem. And I think she had a history of fibroids in the past. So that's literally what I wrote down. I literally fibroids wrote down fibroids. Yeah, fibroids are emotional. Yep. But, but I don't wanna, like, I'm, I better not say that, you know, I gotta be careful, but I think we need to introduce into the medical structure, the power of our mindset affecting our physiology Mm -hmm. manifesting like all these women with autoimmune disease it's rampant and men is suppression of that sexual energy we are suppressing our expression and we wonder why we're depressed so depression for example can you imagine if everybody could get in touch with their genital pleasure by themselves and their heart on i'm not saying you have to do this with your partner just massaging yourself people that are depressed you're not feeling. So when you start to feel, you're starting to activate the healing hormone. So for every depressed person, I would put them on daily self-massage routine. Maybe we could do like a global self-massage for all depressed people. Get in your bed, turn on the clap. You know, maybe I, you know, I get to start something, right? And I would love to do this where you get to have an hour with me globally and you just start to do you. So a depressed person has not expressed their sadness. They don't know how they're numbed out. And so I work with people that literally they, they say, Michelle, I was in your class and you said, touch your thighs, but I, I didn't feel anything. You said, touch your labias, touch your vulva. I didn't feel anything. What I felt was I'm numb and I got sad and I, and I felt like I didn't want to do it anymore. And so that's a person that had trauma in childhood and they haven't resolved they haven't reconnected because when we have somebody touch us that is not you know it's our brother or our father the body protects itself and so we dissociate we disconnect to preserve ourselves 
So reconnection, a lot of times is putting your hands where you felt that, but, but it's really hard to do this by yourself. This is why it's great to have someone hold space for you so that you can feel safe and supported because that individual doesn't feel safe and supported. But there's a lot of psychotherapy, talk therapy, but we're not doing enough the embodiment. And I know there's people like Peter Levine, um, you know, different type of somatic therapy. Where this is different is it's more about self-discovery, intimacy with body, tantra, feeling everything, breathing, creating sound, um, moving rhythmically and using more this approach of understanding the hormone of love and healing and teaching people how to really be present in their bodies, but also what kind of a mindset would support me to feel more connected to myself. And that's where we do the subconscious reprogramming work of the mindset work first, and then we do the self-guided embodiment practices. Yeah, the fluidity. And I think that for those like listening and you think of like your orgasm, more oftentimes than not, that is most people's first experience with source energy, with, you know, that essence, that power that is and resides in all of us. And for that couple seconds, right, you're like, you feel euphoric, like you feel connected, you feel like at peace, there's like this release, so to speak. And that is a lot of people's, like I said, first taste at what spirituality could potentially be. So when you connect sexuality, which is like the physical with that ability to tap into source energy and then link it to mindset, you're like, and like you said, mindset come, yeah, you're on top for sure, for sure. And you know, it's really strange to me, and maybe you have your own personal perspective on this, but sex is everywhere. Like, I remember, like, we were Nature's having sex all the time, nature. Yeah, but like, the animals, saying, all the plants are reproducing all the time. No, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, I was watching a kid's movie, I think it was Beetlejuice or no, Edward Scissor's Hands, and they showed this lady's chest, and like, sexuality is in front of all of us at all times but yet the understanding of it and the depth of it is dumbed down because in my opinion, I don't know how true this is. If we were all connected to where we, like we all come from love, we all desire to be loved. We all desire to feel love, right? That is the essence of who we are, is that love, that core energy. And yet at the very same time, we, we've, we've kind of polluted sex secularly and have dumbed it down to just a happening instead of this powerful um process yeah i made a video today on my instagram michelle alva love and i i said this in a class and someone videoed me saying when we have amazing beautiful sexual experiences and we're in that orgasmic happening you know whole body orgasm have you ever been saying oh my God. And it feels so good in your body. And you're just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then your partner's like, oh baby. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and isn't it interesting that we say, oh my God, I yeah. know I'm the only person who's done this. And I'd love it if people oh. want to comment on that, you know? So what if there's something about this making oh, love sure thing, this orgasm thing that is bringing us to meet our creator? But look at me, you know, I left physical therapy. I became a mindset coach, yoga teacher, hypnotherapist. I was looking for things. I'm a self-thinker. I did not go on this train of following the crowd. And how can we control people? You know, what else is going to be birthed? And so I think there's this fear of our power. And Marianne Williamson has this beautiful uh, spoken word, our greatest fear, I play these at my workshops, is not that you are inadequate. Your greatest fear is that you are powerful beyond measure, powerful beyond measure. And so myself as a girl being raised by Latin parents, having two brothers, 
I wasn't allowed to talk about sex. I wasn't allowed to be comfortable in my sexuality. That means you're a whore or something. So I love those stories about Mary Magdalene and Jesus. I want to believe that she was a bikini and that was his tundra lover, you know, shot for that. But (laughs) no, I believe believe it. There's more to the story than we have been led. The Bible has been like edited so many different times. And there's parts of the Bible that aren't even in the Bible. So for sure, there's definitely. I even have had a fear. There's people that write me. You know, there's haters out there that don't want to hear somebody talking about sex. It triggers people. So that's something I'm still working on. Also, having a lot of compassion for people. I'm the messenger. This is my truth. Like everybody else has a mission. Why am I talking about this? Because I didn't have this connection with myself, with my with my sacred sexuality for most of my life. And today I have unlimited energy. I'm so creative. I'm so able to hold space. I have amazing relationships with my teenager, my mother. I have forgiveness all over me, you know, joy I'm able to experience just because nothing has to be happening to me. I'm just grateful to be alive, regardless of what's happening in the world. I don't allow myself to be dimmed down because of what's happening in the world. I'm actually like, wow, I need to teach more people empowerment and loving themselves and more compassion so that we can help the world because what's happening right now is there's a lot of misuse of power. So when you know your power, your love power, you want everybody to win. We're inclusive, we're considerate. We would never be doing the things that we're doing if we were loving ourselves. You just want everybody else to be loving themselves and you have compassion for everyone. So I have so much excitement for the rest of my life and I get to just continue on this path and offer these amazing services and online programs and retreats and just, uh, I'm unstoppable. I'm just going to keep going. I even had a little Muppet video today. I'm going to start doing my mother and myself, the Muppets, um, having these sex talks because my mom is very conservative and I'm not. And so it's really awesome. The conversations we've had, you know? So I, I wish to bring more comedy into sacred sexuality talk. Yeah, it's so it very triggering. And it could be very um, upsetting for a lot of people. Yeah, and I think it's also like the presentation too, right? Because it's like one thing, you know, people will get offended if somebody walks down the street half naked, but then at the same time, like here we are discussing how it can be very powerful to embody your sexuality and embodying your sexuality doesn't mean that you're going out half naked if you don't want to, it might, but it doesn't necessarily have to embody that. And I think it is it is that way because there are undercurrents and undertones of individuals' restrictions and repressions of their own essence because they haven't tapped into who they are at their core, that it begins to project in a form of judgment because it's easier to, you know, like, I remember, I'm sure you probably know who who it is, but it's like what you see in other people, what you judge in other people is essentially an unhealed part of who you are. So when there's like a, you know, oh my God, like why why are they even talking about this, right? If it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, that's totally fine. But inquire within as to why what somebody else chooses to share and how they choose to share it embody why that's affecting you because on some level there's more there than what you're attempting to project outside of you outside of yourself you know and you know I can my mom's Cuban too and she's she's passed but same thing like super conservative and that's okay if that works for that person. But I think that that my mom was brought up in a different culture, right? With religion and that she adopted that way of being as an identity of who she is. And because it goes against her true essence of being our life force energy that's within all of us, there are judgments that come out because she's not fully embodying um, the essence. And like, you know, like a flower, like the rose opens up and like spreads that essence out, right. And attracts what is, what is, you know, the bees and whatever else to it. Right. So Mm -hmm. in the same sense, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for us to 
super bloom, so to speak, with who we are and what we've been given in this physical form and work with what we physically have because where we are and what we choose to embody is a lineage, is a direct lineage to source energy. And that's the key, right? Mm. And it doesn't, it, maybe it's full embodiment of sexuality with you. Maybe it's somebody tiptoeing and maybe making their way to you after taking other steps, right? So it's like, we have to meet people where they are. And I don't judge anybody with where they are sexual, sexually. But what I do invite you to, to question is, why do you fucking care mm. yourself? I work like, with people that are 69 years old that want to learn about their sacred sexuality. They want to yeah. learn the orgasm. They're like, before I die, I want to learn how to orgasm. I want to learn what I've been missing my whole life. I can't tell you how many people thank me for the work that I do. Men, women, couples. Your lives change when you include your creative energy. It is your life force energy. Yeah. And so many of us depend waking up, having that coffee, the first thing that we do to wake up. So it doesn't empower us, makes a lot of money for Starbucks and whoever else me. But what I'm teaching people is how to run on your own creative fuel. And then you have this limitless creative potential. So my theory that I would like to totally project on everyone is, can you imagine getting more connected to your natural creative energy, your likes, your desires, your authentic desires? And what if that will also bring new solutions for regenerating the earth? New solutions. Oh, yeah, sure. How are we going to collaborate? How are we going to co-create? I really believe that it's going to come from source. And the more you connect to this vitality, source energy, you will get the solutions, the answers, the inspirations. You'll be woken up at 4 a.m. So I, I took a permaculture class and I started learning about food forestry um, and just the different ways that I could be a catalyst, composting, you know, buying compostable bags rather than using the same bags, you know, bringing my own cloth bags, little things that I can do that are gonna help the earth rather than take away from the earth and the more I've become connected to my body, my sexuality, my natural source energy, I, I'm considerate of the earth more. And, and maybe a part of the reason why we're not considerate is because we haven't considered this amazing vessel. And so we're just all showing each other how we can go back inside again and again and again, even if you're numbed out, even if you feel you don't want to, if you desire it, and you believe it's possible, you will overcome all your traumas, your depression, your anxieties. I'm living proof of that. And, and I care about humanity. I'm a very, very, uh, I just have wanted to learn what are the most effective ways to heal. It's been my, my calling to what is the most effective, simple way to heal? Major healing, minor effort. That's been my, my intent, like in my desires. And this is what it looks like. Get tapped into your sexuality, resolve your childhood traumas, process them in your genitals because that's where they are. If your tail is tight, if people are listening and your hips are super tight, if you struggle with being, you know, horny and you don't have any libido, that's a sign that you're stressed out. If you don't get enough sleep, if you're dry all the time, if you just don't feel pleasure in anything and you have everything physically you could ever want your soul is begging for your attention. That's what it is. So it's not good enough to just people, give people drugs when you have anxiety, ADD, or depression. That is not gonna heal. It's not enough. So this is where we add in Tantra to the mix. And eventually people don't need to have those other things that I know it makes a lot of money for certain people, but what if we could be more, you know, secreting our own dopamine, our own oxytocin. Self-sufficient. <laughs> self-empowered, self-sufficient, sovereign. And then what would that world look like? Yep. So that's what I stand for. When you're talking about like source energy and like, I hear you saying a lot, like from sex, what, like, do you feel like that's the only way to like really truly connect to source? Have you found that? Connecting no, I'm just saying our sexual energy. Right, right. I'm not saying you have to even touch your genitals. Okay, yeah. That's what I wanted you to confirm for listeners. Yeah, uh, I, know I don't have sex all day. Yeah, I don't have sex all day. <laughs> so basically what it is, is, and I'm so happy you asked this. 
Yeah, because the way, we're talking, the way we're talking, it was very much geared towards sex. And I'm like, let me just clarify this so that way people that are listening are not like, you don't need to be fucking all the time. Oh, okay. So this is a great, we were born, babies are born clear, pure, open. Children naturally touch themselves. They want to be naked. Children experience their bodies freely. And, and children are very alive. They have a lot of radiance. And so if we just let that child be fully expressed, they will naturally be eventually when they reach puberty and all the changes and they're supported, they will be tapped into their creative energy. What happens is a lot of us lose that openness, that feeling safe, that sexuality is welcome. It doesn't mean genitals having sex. It's just being open, being welcoming, being accepting, feeling everything. Everybody is naturally horny. Like dogs, they're always like, hey, what's up? Let me lick your genitals. You know, dogs are always open. They're always sexual because they don't judge themselves. And they're so always us. Like, we are meant shit. to be like that, you know? And so what we see a lot is people that are shut down from the waist down, like I was. People that are not really fully expressed. So to get fully expressed, you have to first desire to discover your wholeness. And that's a part of your sexuality. And so what I've done is I've developed this way of processing shame, guilt, blame, hurts, childhood traumas. That's the ALVA method. So we, we, we are unlearning the holding down of that energy. And the energy is wanting to circulate. But, but so when we release everything that's getting in the way, the fears, your tail goes up instead of going down. You know, everything just... Ready. The energy is there. It's just, we've been holding ourselves down. So you don't have to have sex to be sexually connected. Right. What it is really, it's about surrendering all the fears, all the guilts. It's about allowing the healing hormone to, to work. And that's what the, the work that I teach people is really about non-doing. We're not doing healing. We're learning how to release and surrender and allow Thy will be done. The healing's always happening. The emotional healing, the physical healing. So it's really about letting go of the controlling and allowing your body to restore itself. It's doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then definitely I teach people how to massage their genitals. I teach people about their anatomy. I teach them about certain areas where you can really amp up that healing hormone. But eventually you could just breathe into your body when you're not numbed out anymore from massaging your G-spot, your vulva, from knowing your cervix, from feeling the deep inside the walls and releasing the trigger points, eventually your vagina is supple and she's pulsating and she's so alive and rich and juicy that that energy, then when you breathe from that perspective, oh. everything just, you don't have, it's effortless. So a, a person that is open and connected and not, contracted in those parts the wind blows under your skirt and you're just like whoa <laughs> or you move a certain way on a certain type of chair or bench and you're just like so you're just naturally on all the time you know and it's it's a healthy radiance it's not an unsettling hyperactivity type of vibes or restlessness which a lot of us i think we're so tired that we're restless yeah. This is a grounded, embodied, sur surrendered, present, harmonized, masculine, feminine. That you're just, ah, it's just like life is a celebration and yeah. you're more present. So that is spirituality. Spirituality is I am here and I'm feeling everything and every moment is divine. Even if there's things happening in the world, I know that it is a divinely guided plan and I surrender and I'm just going to choose to be love and acceptance and compassion. And yeah, every now and then I'm going to feel my anger from my ego because I'm human, right? Um, but I process it. And so for me, I feel sexual all the time. It's, it's not something I don't. It's there all the time, but that doesn't mean I want to go hump a tree or hump my couch or it's not this lusty, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great word. Yeah, that's, that's, that's no dopamine people. Just to let you all know, 
Low dopamine is when you got to get that hit of the vibrator or the person, call that X. You're like, I'm so lonely. It's 2 a.m. I got to go get effed. Um, that is not what I'm talking about. That is not love hormone. That is I'm stressed out. I'm feeling lonely. I'm not enough. And I get to heal, come back to my connectedness. And so it's okay. You know, I've been there and they're done that. Um, it's a different vibe and it's rampant in our world. I mean, there's such a misuse of sexuality in our world pedophilia, um, the church, you know, all these things that we've uncovered in the Catholic church with the priests. Uh, children have that beautiful glow. It's like people want that. And so we would never be misusing children. We would never be abusing women, trafficking and boys. Mm -hmm. um, if we had connectedness, healing, wholeness with our sexuality, we would respect children. We would respect boundaries because we respect and honor ourselves. So these are just signs of the misuse of our own sexual relationship with ourselves. This is why I'm on a mission for the rest of my life till my last breath. And honestly, I just want to do more and more and more. I was listening to an interview from V, Eve Ensler was her former name. And she had lots of sexual trauma. And she's been like all around the world talking with women from tribes. And I mean, nothing, nothing happened to me compared to what's happened to those women and this is happening right now in the world to yeah. men and women, not just women. Um, so this is a global uh, where, where, how can I help by committing to my own sovereignty, owning my own rights within myself and, and respecting my body. Then I'll want to project that equality to everyone else. That's really what yeah, it, it creates ripples effects, you know, especially like if you truly believe that we're all interconnected, like the work that we do within ourselves it encourages and it ignites that work to be done in other people and in you know their own way um i mean i'm blown away with my father my father left when i was 14 i just have to close with this uh and i never felt like talking going to him i hated my dad i was so sad i, I didn't understand why am i so sad because i missed my prince I wanted to marry my dad when I was like six, seven years old. And then he was gone when I was 14. I couldn't tell my mother, I miss daddy, I miss dad. And so I internalized all that sadness. And we wonder why I couldn't really connect with my husband. I married my high school sweetheart and I don't really feel I let myself love or feel that love because there was so much sadness on top of my heart. So yeah. recently I went to my father after all these years and I, and I felt called to reach out and be with him. And now he's 82 years old, 83 years old. And I genuinely could sit with him and he wound up wanting me to dance with him. He's a salsero. And I just had joy. There was no tension in my chest, no tension in my body. And, and I didn't even cry. I was just happy. I was so happy because my body felt so clear. And before when I was with my father, I was, I was hating him, judging him. How could you have left me? I was in the past, but I've done so much inner child work with that and daddy issues healing. Um, and so when I was sitting with him, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like I feel joy. This is what joy feels like. And then I could feel the little girl that wanted to marry her dad appeared. And I just had the best time with my father dancing with him. And I'll never forget that moment of realization. Like, wow, this hard work of healing work, it works. And it paid off. And now I get to live the rest of my life with that experience of joy. It was, it was like my face looked different in front of my father. And I, and I have that on my Instagram. Um, that moment, I asked my mother-in-law, can she film us? It was so miraculous to feel myself from the girl that couldn't talk to her dad, couldn't look at her dad, would cry anytime she thought about her dad to this woman that could dance with her dad and have the best time ever and life is too short to let our fathers or our mothers or anybody dictate our happiness so i gave my power away to other people but i'm not doing that anymore i'm just choosing to live in love and acceptance and everybody's doing their best my dad never stopped loving me so for anybody listening to this if you felt abandoned by your parents please understand they didn't know any better they didn't have the tools to be there for themselves. And so they only treated you the way they treat themselves. My father never stopped loving me because he left. He just didn't know how to cope or what to do. And that's the best he could do. 
but it doesn't mean he didn't love me. However, I made it up in my head that I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. I must be something wrong with me for the longest time. So I'm so grateful to have sought out Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, mindset, NLP, you know, like all these yoga, meditation, tantra. Um, it definitely works. If you want to heal whatever you want to heal, you can because you're all badasses. <laughs> and it's not just one thing, you know, it's like, it's, it's the ability to open yourself up to the potential of all the things that spark your curiosity to explore. And that's something that I think everyone should take with them. It's like, this may be like a fuck. Yes. Like I'm going to call Michelle up and I'm going to do this right now. Right. Like I'm going to make an appointment. Like this feels like, yes, this is where I need to go. And maybe that is coupled with another, you know, thing that you want to read or, you know, that you want to listen to, or that you allowing the flow in your life to kind of bring you to those currents where you need to stay and be current in order to usher in the next wave of, of self-exploration and self-evolution, because we are here as, you know, spiritual beings having this human experience to experience these trials and tribulations and these circumstances, not because it's boo-hoo, like I'm the victim, but it's like, they're a part of what builds you. It's a part of what shapes you and guides you to healing, but we're meant like, Nobody has to share it. It's not just for us. My community for sure. Leads me to the book. You know, I, 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 there's a book that I wrote. It's called, if these lips could talk your vagina matters. And I haven't published it yet because I've been so afraid. It's so raw and it's so real. People have been, uh, I have formed an online class and it's donation based. So if anybody wants to learn more about that, reach out if you want to read it. It's not public, so you have to promise not to put it out there. You have to vow to its privacy. But people have told me, Michelle, I didn't, I had no idea this happened to you. The same thing happened to me. And then okay. they journal, there's journal prompts. So this is a book that is going to cause you to reflect on your own first sexual experience, your own childhood wounds, your own um, marriage or whatever relationships. So I've been so afraid, you know, but I'm, but I'm sharing within my own safe way where I don't want to just publish it all out yet because it's so personal, you know, and then there's a part of me that's like, can I really be an author? You know, is this okay? You know, and so I'm kind of getting everybody's approval here. So if people want to learn more about that, I'd love for you, if you want to review it, um, it's called yeah, for sure. Your Vagina Matters. And for the gentleman, your prostate matters. You know, this is the thing where men, they only know their penis. They only know the tip of their penis, just like women only know their clitoris. And so you have a whole heart that is giving blood flow to that hardness that you can have, gentlemen. And yet a lot of my clients, they, they can't have erections for a while. You know, they, they don't have the virility because they don't have that natural energy flow. So they're depending on Viagra or porn to get their superpower and that's not empowering us so no. tantric men they can last for hours women are extra happy the world is a happier place and this is what i am bringing more into the world i love this so much so amazing <laughs> it's great for fertility too so many women are infertile they don't even have a sex drive so of course you're not going to get pregnant so this is another group of people that I love working with that want to get pregnant. So I feel like every infertility clinic must have Tantra included in their program. Um, with like what you do and with your clients, do you have like, um, like group sessions? I know you have like the, the one-on-one, -on -one, not one-on-one, -on -one, but, um, the sessions, yeah, one -on -one. but, um, do you have like enrollment, like a certain time where people need to enroll in like your courses and what you're doing? Can you give us a little bit of information yeah. on when people want to connect with you? So if there's couples that want to work with me, I offer online and in-person coaching and guiding and teaching. And they always are going to receive the couples Tantra video series, which I love. So you get to watch those videos and embody Tantra together as a couple. And so I work with people through Zoom and I work with them in person. And then I do private deep dives. So if people want to work with me for four hours in person or like I have somebody coming from 
the north and they're going to spend four days with me. So you can hire me for intensives and I do retreats and I do day long intensives in groups. So I'm very creative, you know, and I'm open to traveling also. And so I've had women's groups where someone's getting married and she has six girlfriends and they hire me for two hours or three hours. Um, baby showers where there's a blessing for the goddess and those women want to learn about the yoni. Um, I'm, I'm also offering these Awaken Your Feminine Body deep dives where if women want to learn about their sexual anatomy, if they want to learn about yoni massage, I also am including a live demonstration in some of the events. So you're getting this hands-on, really learning about the hands-on part of it. Uh, and then I have online programs for pregnant women. It's called Abundant Pregnancy and the Awaken Your Feminine Body online program. So you don't have to work with me just one-on-one -on -one or live in a group. You can just get my online program and it has videos and meditations. And I encourage everybody to go to Michelle Alva TV. There's 99 free embodiment meditations to release your neck, your low back, to awaken your sexual energy, to get a better night's sleep. There's a walking meditation. There's like a five minute meditation, a breathing meditation, the jaw tension release uh, meditation. There's one, there's a meditation for, for grief, um, releasing childhood wounds, codependency. Basically, all of them were made for me. <laughs> and, and I share everything that comes up because that's the medicine, right? Um, yeah, so the other thing is I, I offer 30-minute breakthrough calls, clarity calls. So if anybody's like, oh my God, I, there's so many things. Like, I don't know what's right for me. Just go ahead and go to michellealva.com or my YouTube channel, Michelle Alva TV. And there's a link there to schedule a call with me, a free call. And, I've, you know, if you mentioned this podcast that you heard me on the interview, I'd love to send you a free Awaken Your Sexual Energy video gift. Ooh, thank yeah. you. That's so you <laughs> yeah, that would be so Ellie. great. I'm so interested in all these things and just being able to tap into it in different ways too, you know, because so many people, you know, can guide you in one way and then like another person can guide you in a so much more robust way. So I am ready to try all the things, get it in well, there. The path, the path to sexuality, orgasm, which is what everybody wants. People call me for that, but honestly, it is a healing path. It is about resolving your childhood traumas, your sexual traumas, past life traumas, in utero traumas, birth traumas. The more you're processed and you've released, all you're going to have is love. And like I said, that libido is going to be on because it's our essence. you have your libido when you have love. So if you don't love yourself, don't be surprised why your libido is low. And the thing is we work with hormones, but the love hormone helps the healthy hormones to also activate. So I feel, I wish medicine could be more geared towards teaching love hormone activation because it helps everything. Everything is going to be more healthy when mm -hmm. we love hormone activate. And I know that might sound silly, but we're designed to love everybody. Yeah, that's our essence, that, you know, our essence. And the, the medicine, the medical industry will never, ever do that because it makes way too much money doing what it does. And there are way too many people out there that are, still still going that one-way route that special pill but hopefully one day we can really begin to bring more awareness to what it is you're doing and you know you could be on the sidelines and be like come get it <laughs> well thank you for having me and oh my god i would, I would love it everyone if you could put a review on kelly's shelly shelly shelly's it's on apple spotify right yep so if you guys really loved this interview, let's give back as the form of a review. That's balancing, like the giving and the receiving. Yes. I love it if you want to give us comments, you know, what came up for you. Let's not just listen to this, share it with whoever you think would benefit from. And let's keep on living this. And, and there's a free gift on my website too, if people want a free meditation that I only give out there. And it's to process your emotions. So if you really want to go deeper and you're feeling kind of heavy, and then you can join my email list. And I always have some offers there on my emails. Um, so let's keep this conversation going. 
and Absolutely. and also Shelly, if there's other topics that you you all want us to talk about, uh, we're both moms, you know. Um, let us know and we're here. So yeah, absolutely. And all of the links to connect with Michelle will be in the show notes. If you want to finger, if you want to massage your phone down to the show notes and tap in there and uh, connect with Michelle, all of the links will be there. Thank you so much for being with us. And I'm really excited to hear what you felt, what you experienced, what you related to and what you're curious about after listening. Thanks so, so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful rest of the day, Shelly.